Welcome to the best kept secret video cast and podcast from Centricity. If you're a B2B service professional, use our five-step process to go from the grind of chasing every sale to keeping your pipeline full with prospects knocking on your door to buy from you. We give you the freedom of time and a life outside of your business. Each episode features an executive from a B2B services company sharing their provocative perspective on an opportunity that many of their clients are missing out on. It's how we teach our clients to get executive decision makers to buy without being salesy or spammy. Here's our host, the co-founder and CEO of Centricity, Jay Kingley. I'm Jay Kingley, co-founder and CEO of Centricity. Welcome to another episode of our Best Kept Secret Show, where I'm happy to welcome Laura Templeton, the CEO of 30 Second Success. 30 Second Success is a consulting firm that teaches business owners and professionals how to craft 30-second messages that express who they serve and how they serve them with clarity and confidence. And Laura is based in Bradenton, Florida. And for those of you like myself from the Pittsburgh area, you will recognize Bradenton as the home, as the spring training home for the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's how I know of it. Anyway, Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jay. It's, it's really nice to be here. With All you. right. Laura, one of the things that over the years has always puzzled me to a degree is I look at businesses who've got employees, you know, whether this be a company that has three, four five employees or 5,000 employees or even 50,000 employees. And it seems like, you know, the business owner or the executives in charge really look at their employees as there to do the task that they are hired for. In other words, a very internal view of the world. Yes, it's always struck me that every single employee uh, often interacts with people outside the company professionally and certainly on a personal basis. And people know a lot of other people, yet companies don't seem to take this into account. They don't seem to recognize that their employees, in effect, are brand ambassadors for that company. Why is this so difficult for them to see? And why why is this such a struggle to take advantage of this opportunity? Well, you know, that's a really great question, Jay, because a lot of organizations um, are so busy working in the weeds, right? They're so busy making things happen and looking at the broad picture of income and revenue streams. But what they they have inherently failed to do is look at their employees as part of their marketing. Employees have experience with the company. Most of the times they have experience with the company's products as well. So why not arm them with the right message to really be able to share what's going on with the company, right? They're not going to give away company secrets. They're going to share how much they enjoy working there. They're going to share how much they enjoy using the products. And nine times out of 10, they're having those conversations anyway. They're just not sure how to make the connections for the people that they're sharing with to refer them to the company or they're missing the opportunity. That's so true. I can't tell you the number of times I meet someone, even on a personal basis, and you're getting to know someone, and it's pretty natural to say to them, oh, what do you do? They tell you, but they don't, they're not armed to take advantage of the opportunity to really act as a representative of their 
employer. I, I have a great story. Um, I met a young woman who I asked her what she did and she said, oh, I'm an accountant. So me being the natural inquisitive person, I started asking a lot of questions. I said, so you're an accountant for, and she told me she works for a major gas you know, provider in the King of Prussia region in Philadelphia. And so we started talking about what, I said, what do you like about that? And she goes, oh, well, I'm a forensic accountant. I'm like, well, there's something interesting, right? She, she shared with me how she reviews not just the company's records of accounting, but also the client records to make sure that the clients are being billed properly. I was like, okay, yeah, if I'm ever getting gas for my home, I'm calling that company, right? Because now I've had a conversation with somebody who really knew the internal workings, but by drawing that information out of her, I was able to find out more about the company and it really piqued my interest. How many people don't think to ask those kind of questions? So just by giving her the opening to share that information, she was able to share it. But imagine if she was prepared to say, oh, I work for this really great company. I'm a forensic accountant. One of the things that I love about my job is X, Y, Z. Now it, it leads to more conversation. It leads to more clients. It leads to more people who want to work there because she's excited about working there. I mean, I, I, so I, I think often more... Uh like take a typical company, what percent of their total workforce is in sales? I don't know, let's just say 5%. There's a 20 to one multiplier. If you could arm your employees to represent your business in a positive light, 20 to one, it's just not being done. So how is it, Laura, that companies, business owners, executives, should be thinking about tapping into this enormous resource? That's a great question. One of the easiest ways to do that is to, you know, to work with your entire workforce. You know, workforce marketing is something that is deemed very significant when it comes to helping people understand what that brand message is, giving them a little bit of training and also putting a little bit of incentive behind it, right? How many companies have referral programs and never use them? Or their company, their, most of the time, the reasons why their employees don't use them is A, either they didn't know it existed or B, they're not sure what to share and how to bring that referral back to the company. And that's the biggest challenge is giving them the information, giving them a little bit of training behind it and then arming them with the right message. And when you're creating that message that you're it, that really signifies what your brand is all about and that your people are really happy to work for you, it, it's a win-win for everyone. Workforce marketing, great concept. Let's understand how it flows through to benefit the decision maker in the business. So let's start first with, you know, if a business owner or executive did what you're suggesting, what kind of benefits would they themselves be able to get from adopting this approach? Well, I think there's there's that emotional impact that most employers receive when they when they realize that their employees are talking about them in a positive light. Because let's face it, if you're referring someone, you're talking about them in a positive way, right? So people are looking at the company differently. They're viewing it as a, a better place to work, a better place to to um, do business with it. It just lifts everybody's spirits. And I think it also internally encourages more camaraderie, more conversation within the organization itself, because people are trying to have a better understanding of what the company does so they can talk about it. 
And I think that really brings everyone together. You, you mentioned something I think that's really interesting that I don't think we think about enough, which is the impact on recruiting new staff. And while we go through periods where the labor market is tight, we go through periods where the labor market is in surplus, lots of people looking out there. The one thing that is always in short supply are very talented, highly skilled, highly motivated employees. And having people in the company speak well for their employer goes an enormous way towards being able to attract that kind of talent that every company needs in order to thrive and prosper. Absolutely. And you know, the, the biggest thing is, is you have to remember when it comes to employees, your employees know the company. They know what the company needs and wants. And a lot of times they know people very well, especially the people in their circles, that would be a very good fit. There's been studies um, about re, you know, referrals from employees bringing in new employer, yeah, new hires that makes such an impact because they they hit the ground running and they can move forward very quickly because they've kind of been prepped by the person that refers them. Another study by Jobvite states that um, referring um, hires stay at least one to two years longer with a firm than candidates that are hired by just regular recruiting channels. So 92% of consumers trust the referral or recommendation of the people they know personally, right? And, and referred customers have a 37% higher retention rate compared to other customers gained, um, but just, you know, regular marketing channels such as social media. So there's such a, a huge benefit to really teaching your employees how to talk about the company and how to share what they do. But teaching them then how to turn that into a good referral, whether it's for a new hire or a customer. Terrific set of benefits that make your uh, argument that businesses should be adopting this idea of workforce marketing. Very, very compelling. So that leads, I think, Laura, to the, to the next obvious question. If I'm listening to this and I'm a business owner or executive, I'm saying, okay, this is pretty compelling. What is it that I need to do to make this happen? What, what's your answer? So I think the biggest thing to look at is number one, do you have a referral program? If not, you know, consider creating one. Um, and a lot of times that referral program will be part of your marketing team, right? Your marketing team really knows the message that's within so, your So Laura, let me interject yeah. here. So by referral program, you were talking about a referral program for your employees be it to bring in other staff yes. or, or clients. Yes, yeah, like an incentive program um, that that you're, you know, you can actually have one for your employees. You can also have one for your customers too. So that's, you know, you're, you're even expanding. Your market really expands once you start to offer that to your customers as well. So thinking about it from the employee, the internal marketing is really teaching your employees how to use that referral program just to create a referral program and then expect them all to figure it out, right? Teach them the words that you want them to share. Teach them what, what projects that you're working on right now. Share it in a newsletter, a, a weekly newsletter. Update them on what's happening, where are you at. If you're starting to, you know, hire, if you're looking for new employees, what kind of employees and who that person should contact if they know someone 
or what what steps do they need to make to submit that referral or it, you know get someone outside if they're submitting a resume who do i send that resume to understanding how to teach your employees and keep in touch with them right what do they want to know what are the things that they want to share what do they like about your company Asking your employees what they love about your company is a great way to create a brand message, right? In, especially in that workforce marketing model, because people really want to understand what's going on on the day-to-day -day with your company, especially when you're running several projects simultaneously. The interesting thing that happens when you start to share with your employees what's going on and that they're sharing it outside, they're also starting to talk internally. You start to bridge some gaps on the internal side when they find out about projects that are going on. Maybe there's something that they're working on that could benefit another department. You have put together a pretty compelling argument that every company out there needs to jump into workforce marketing to help take their business to the next level. We're going to be right back to learn a bit more about Laura. Hang in there. Are you wondering how much longer you have to grind and chase for every lead conversation and client? Would you like clients to knock on your door so you no longer have to pitch, follow up, and spam decision makers? Well, Centricity's Category 1 program uses a proven five-step process that will help you get in front of the decision makers you need by spending less time doing all the things you hate. It's not cold calling, cold email, cold outreach on LinkedIn or any other social media, or even spending money on ads, but it does have a 35 times higher ROI than any of those things leveraging your expertise and insights at your prospects and network value. The best part, even though you'll see results in 90 days, you get to work with the Centricity team for an entire year to make sure you have all the pieces in place and working so you can start having freedom of time and a life outside of your business. So email time at centricityb2b.com to schedule an 18-minute call to learn more. Welcome back. Let's find out a bit more about Laura. So Laura, what pain points do you solve for your clients and why do they need you to get rid of that pain? The question regarding pain is one that I ask a lot of my clients myself, right? So the, the pain points that I really help clients with is number one, figuring out what their clear, concise messages, that message that really taps into their heart. Most people are struggling to effectively communicate who they are in that 30 seconds or less. But more importantly, it's a belief, belief in themselves, belief in their messaging. So brand messaging really is finding that message that really taps into your heart, the emotional piece, and really being able to deliver it. Another uh, pain that my clients really struggle with is being able to deliver that message with confidence, right? So think about it from a networking perspective. A lot of folks use networking as part of their marketing strategy. So being able to stand in front of a crowd isn't always easy for a lot of people. So giving them some really good pointers and again, giving them that really good message that becomes part of their heart, part of their soul and being able to deliver that on a consistent basis is really uh, important for building that confidence, right? And showing up on a regular basis. Those are the things that I really work with with clients. The other piece um, on the corporate side of, of my program is really helping people understand your brand message is it's got to run through your company. 
everybody in your company has to believe in it. So your whole entire marketing team is great at understanding what you do. But when you create a workforce that believes as well, it just elevates everyone um, together, right? It just brings everybody that more excitement about working for you, sharing what you do and really getting out there and, and positioning your company well as a place that number one, they either want to work or number two, they want to do business. And that's the workforce marketing uh, concept that we spent the first part of the show talking about. And I think yes. you've, you've made that case pretty clear. So let me go to my next uh, question for you, which is I'm, I'm often reminded that we don't choose companies to work with based on what they do. We choose them on the basis of how good they are at doing what they do. So Laura, for you, what makes you great at what you do? Thank you. That's a very humbling question uh, for me because I, I think a lot of times the, the thing that really compels me to work with the people that I work with is that I'm able to see them differently. I love listening to people and that's my gift. I love to listen to people and find that real deep heart message that has a way of connecting with more people. It's getting to the emotional message that people really connect with. Think about, you know, like commercials on TV, right? How many of them are like, got you running for the phone the minute you see the sad puppy crying, right? And now we see dogs driving cars. It's like, it's the emotion, right? We all love dogs, but well, most people love dogs. I mean, there may be some people that don't, but I, you know, I for one love dogs. But I think the biggest piece is, is being able to dive deep and really draw out of people what it is that compels them to do what they do, to love what they do, to attract the right clients to them. And who do they serve day in and day out? Having that deep understanding of who that is and then being able to put that into words. Taking all of that information and being able to put it into words, that's my gift. I encourage everybody to, Laura, go to your LinkedIn profile. They can look and, and see how your career has evolved. You, you alluded to your time at RCA, but all the details will be there. But what it doesn't tell us is the why. And that's really what I would like to understand. So what has happened in you know your personal life or your professional life that would explain why you set up and run 30 Second Success? For years, I actually used network marketing as my business business model that I had followed for a really long time. I was involved in several different network marketing companies after my children were born. I had left corporate America, stay at home mom, decided I wanted to have uh, something as far as a business went. Wanted to be able to contribute to the household income, started dabbling in network marketing. In network marketing, there's a tremendous amount of training that they do. They teach people so much that being able to build those relationships. And I'm, I'm a relationship person. I love meeting people. I love connecting and learning more about them. So that was always a really good model for me. In that capacity, I had stepped into a, a role as the director, national director for PWBM, which is Professional Women's Business Network. And when you step into a leadership role, things start to change. You start to look at people differently. I mean, I had used mar um, networking as part of my marketing strategy, strategy for numerous years. And when I stepped into that leadership role, I started to look at people differently. And when I did, I saw the things that they were struggling with because my desire was just to help them. How can I help them? What can I do? Who do they need to meet? Who do they need to connect with? Who do they need to hear from? What speakers can I bring in? 
And the biggest question that kept coming up was, who can you bring in to teach us how to do our 30-second message? Well, I wasn't finding anyone. Nobody was specifically talking about that. There were people talking about networking, and there were people that could teach you how to do your 30-second message, but they weren't specifically talking about 30-second message. And because of all the training that I had had over the years, I started teaching them the model that I had learned. It was a simple formula that I had kind of made it work for me. And I started teaching it to other people. When I started to see the transformation that was happening, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. Like I, there's no one will ever have to struggle with their 30 second message again, if they understand this simple formula. So I started teaching other people. I started getting requests to, to speak at other events and venues. And uh, it just kind of exploded from there. And I was, I was ready to step out of the network marketing world and start something of my own and, it was a perfect fit. The timing could not have been more perfect. I love it. I love I love helping people just find themselves in their words. Your uh, discussion about uh, workforce marketing, as we've talked about, I think it's something that uh, every company should be doing, of course, as employees. So I'm sure we've got a lot of listeners that would love to reach out to you, continue the conversation. What's the best way for people to do that? Easiest way to find me is at laura at 30secondsuccess.com. And that's where the 30, the three zero, it's the easiest way to find me. We're on LinkedIn. Terrific. And I, I will put all of that in the show notes to make it easy for everyone. Now, Laura, before we uh, sign off today, I'm, I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball. I, I, I mentioned the pirate spring training. I'm going to use that baseball analogy. Uh, I'm very protective of our audience. And I'm also very grateful for everybody who listens. And I like to have our guests reward our audience by offering them, shall we say, a bit of a gift. So not to put you too much on the spot, but what gift could you offer to all our listeners? I would, um, I would be happy to do a 30 second, yeah, a 30 second review or actually a 30 minute review of their 30 second message. You did catch me off guard there. So yeah. So if you want, um, I can, I can give you a link for you to share with the audience and then just make sure that when, when they're signing up for it, that they mention that they heard me here on the um, best kept secret podcast. Um, and that way I'll make sure that I know where they came from and I, and I'll give you a shout out for that. Thank you. And I'll, I'll put that also into the show notes, Laura, Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I think you've taught us all something. You've given us a pretty good call to action, which I would encourage everybody to take advantage of. Until next time, let's continue to crush it out there. Take care.